Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. So we're going to move on, um, and it's always this time of the year when we say to ourselves, "Gosh, I can't believe how fast the year went." And I don't know about you, but I feel like there's certain things that I just never got started. Um, like it, it still feels like January in terms of that. Um, and I think that in other areas, I was going so fast that a lot of amazing moments passed me by. And 2023 was, yeah, it was, it was, it was fast and it was, it was hectic and it was stressful. And so when I look back on that and I'm about to go and have a break and relax, what do I do with all that information? And how can I learn from what worked or what didn't work? And how do I press a reset button for 2024? How am I able to switch off and really, really relax? You know, gather all the bits of myself that were fragmented and um, approach 2024 feeling full and feeling rest. So Anya van Beek, who is a talent strategist and a leadership and HR expert and executive coach, is joining us to share some insights around building us up um, for 2024, creating a great story for 2024. Anya, welcome and thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, Nikki. How lovely to connect with you this afternoon. Oh, it's lovely to connect with you too, Anya. So, I mean, just listening to my introduction, it's been a long year, but also a very short year and so much happening. What do you say to people um, when it comes to the end of the year? Yeah, it's, it, I, when I was listening to your intro, you know what came to mind is I've heard so many people saying, Anya, I've operated in survival mode. The here and the changes and the complexity is just going faster and faster. And they're looking forward to thriving. And I, I like what you said is build yourself a great story for 2024. So I think the best tip that I would give listeners listening this afternoon when we think of ending 2023 is to be very intentional about closing the year in a very specific way. I think we all are looking forward to a holiday season where we can take some time off, where we can refuel and rest and recover and almost get our minds going into what do we want for 2024. But it's so important that even before we get there, we need to be so mindful of, okay, so what do I do with the year? And it might be different for each and every one of us. For some of us, I mean, I've, I went to a, re a family wedding over the last uh, weekend. And I mean, for them, it was all about love and celebration and the excitement of planning their new life together. And for others, it might have been more challenging. It might have perhaps entailed losing your job or restructure at the organization, impacting the um, you know, your means to look after your family. So I think there's just so many different realities for our listeners today. And that's why the word intentional closing of 2023 is important for us to replenish and refresh our energies before we go into 2024. Yeah, I think that's so important when I think about this intentional closing. So that would take time, it would take consciousness, it would take a certain amount of effort. 
Um, and I think it's important to do that, you know, kind of, it's not closing doors. It's, 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 um, it's seeing what, what you can finish off or what, what you can't. And, and I'm, I'm wondering, um, if, if that's hard, Anya, for people who've had these challenging years, if they've lost a job, if they've lost a loved one, if mm. people have moved and, and it's been really challenging and they just, don't want to visit that, you know, to, to go back to that intentional closing is, it's almost like they just want to shut the door. How, what would you say to people who find that challenging? Yeah. So one word, what that, that, that people in the corporate environment might know is the agile ways of working. And with agile ways of working, it means that we are adaptive and that we can, you know, swiftly move around. Now, I like the concept. It's a Dr. Susan Davids talks about emotional agility. And emotional agility is exactly what you refer to, Nikki, is that we allow ourselves to go to that place of, let's say, perhaps a more challenging emotion or perhaps a more difficult um, state where you don't necessarily want to be. And instead of just ignoring that or pushing it aside, it's actually to have the courage to just sit with that for a moment. And I think the word reflection comes to mind for me. Now, something that we do in the corporate world and people will be familiar with a concept called a retrospective. And a retrospective is all about taking time to say, okay, but when I look back, let me celebrate what worked well and let me have a look at what did not work so well. And even just sitting with that, I don't want to call it a negative emotion. Let's perhaps call it a, a challenging or a difficult emotion. And that's also important to pause and just be with that in order to close 2023. Mm. So it's important you saying, Anya, to, to look at both. Um, not Absolutely. to um, not to avoid the challenging or difficult emotion, um, but to try and be with that as well as celebrate um, what worked well. Because sometimes yeah. we, we do tend to focus on the negative things that kind of jump out at us, all yeah. the things that we didn't do, all the things that we didn't do wrong. Yeah. So, so you're saying spend as much time celebrating what we did do and what went well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what I would like to um, guide the, or in, uh, you know, introduce the people to a thought of just savoring the small things in life. I mean, when you look at the definition of savor, I love it because they, it said it so well where it's a, it's a deliberate enhancing or prolonging of your positive experiences, moods, and emotions. And Nikki, you're absolutely right that our brain sometimes default. So easy to just you know to the negative side, but let's now be intentional and celebrate those small things in life. And I mean, if you think of 2023 and you um, look at and you reflect on the year and highlighting, but what was exciting and which moments was really special and significant for you? Because mm -hmm. for each and every one of us, it would be different. And then to pause and just consider for a moment, ah, oh, but how did I feel? And who else was there? And what about that moment stood out for me? Because that is uh, indication of what will ignite your passion or what are you passionate about? 
Um, and I think it's so important to savor those moments. And something that we can do over the festive season is once you have highlighted or identified those moments, it's actually to share it with someone close to you. Because, I mean, when you share that positive experience, it's actually building and boosting your resilience as well. So I think it's so important, even if it might be something small and tiny, to still focus on that. And then when you think of festive, yeah, thank you, Nikki. And when I think of festive seasons, I always think of it is our opportunity to spend time with our, with our loved ones. And even now to consider how do we create those moments of magic with the people that's important to us. Right. So we're going to talk about that, creating moments of magic with those people. We're going to take a quick break and we'll, we'll speak about that after the break. Thanks, Anya. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome back to the show. I have Anya van Beek, who's a talent strategist, leadership and HR expert and executive coach on the show. And I've got to tell you, Anya has shared so many gems with us because the question is this that I'm asking you. Are you just going to do whatever it is that you're doing, if it's carrying on working or if you're going to take a quick break or if you're going on holiday and then you're starting 2024 is simply a continuation or are you going to use an opportunity to do what Anya has recommended and that is to intentionally close the year. It's it's a replenishing, it's it's time, this, this retrospective, you know, celebrating what did work well and sitting with the challenging or difficult emotions when you think about what maybe didn't go so well. Um, and, and I really loved this idea of savoring the small things and focusing on that. And as you were talking about that, Anya, I looked at a picture in my office and it's a picture of me with my son at his matric dance. And, you know, it could just be a moment that passed, like, as I said, but once you spoke about this savoring the small things, I just, I returned to that moment. I had the feelings, I had the love, I had the laughter, I had all of that. Not that I want to live there, you know, I don't want to get stuck in that past, but just to savor it because it is the end of the year and time for intentional closing. It's it's quite Delicious is the word that comes up for me. <laughs> so, so, Sonia, you spoke about um, creating magical moments this time of the year. Um, it sounds like a lot of work, creating magical moments. Um, is it something that just happens naturally or do we really have to work hard at creating these magical moments? Yeah, I'm smiling. First of all, I wish I was with you in the studio that I could have seen that picture. Yeah, because oh. it's amazing what that, as you say, what the picture and the image can uh, can tell you about that moment in life. Yeah, but Indeed. back to your question, I don't necessarily would, I would not say it's difficult, but I do, we do need to be in the right frame of mind. So it is a choice that we can make. So as you know, Nikki, is that we don't, we can't, manage or control what life gives us. I mean, that's given to us. Uh, but what we can control is the frame or the lens that we look at that situation. And I think it's very similar when you think of um, the holiday season and creating magical moments. Let's say, for example, you go into the coast and it's raining and you were actually looking forward to spending time on the beach. Now, the 
having just by having a growth mindset or just having a look at what's the positive that I can see in that situation will support you. So I think what is my tip for the listeners with when you create magical moments is first of all to start by just thinking of yourself and considering your wellness rhythms. Because when we think of holiday and spending time with loved ones, sometimes we want to jam back the holiday season and there's nothing wrong with that. But also just to be mindful that when we want to replenish and when we want to enjoy our downtime, it is so important to really look at, but how do we take care of our bodies and how do we make sure that we get enough and sufficient rest? But then also when you think of wellness rhythms, the other thing that comes to mind for me is how how are we embracing the power of movement? And are we making the most of the holiday season? Perhaps it might be a stroll on the beach. It might be walking around the block in the neighborhood if you're not going away. It might even be having the privilege to do a yoga session on the beach. But any time that you can spend in nature, either by yourself or with your loved ones, that is going to support you to build resilience for the new year. So make the most of these opportunities to do outdoors activities. And then, as you know, when we're in the outdoors, the one thing that comes to mind is always just that deep breath, you know, ins and out, um, so that we can calm down our heart rate and really make sure that if you're one of those corporate athletes, um, always on the run, always focusing on the next goal, is make the most to enjoy your downtime. Yeah. I was just, as you were talking about the beautiful movement and the yoga on the beach and the walking, um, and I was thinking about this reflection and the intentional closing and wondering if it's something that we've got to say, okay, I'm setting time aside to do some intentional closing and reflection and, you know, the savoring, the small things. And because if we don't, maybe the time that we should be spending with family, we're still very much in our head going over the year over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, Nikki, where you spot on with that, and I don't know if you can relate, but I can definitely relate with this where often we ruminate and yeah. you're so busy in your head with what went wrong or I should have done this differently. And that's why, as you mentioned, to be very specific, to set time aside, to say, okay, but how do I now consciously complete my year? And there's a lovely tool that I have that I can share if we have time. Okay, let's take a quick break, Anya, and then I'd love you to share that tool if that's okay. We've got a few minutes after the break, so stay with us and then the tool. That would be lovely. Thank you. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, if you've just tuned in, welcome. It's the DL Link Show on 101.9 High FM. Um, and just a reminder that if you want to re-listen to, for example, the points that Anya has been sharing, we do podcast it. So from tomorrow, the show will be on the website, the High FM website. If ever there are any shows that you're not able to listen to in, the, in its completion, you can always go to the website and um, get access to the show. Anya, just before the break, we spoke about there was a tool you were going to share with us. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, Nikki, you mentioned or 
you made the comment to say that if we don't close out here intentionally, we might not make the most of the time that we have with our loved ones or, you know, during your vacation time. So the tool that I would like to offer is very similar to, remember earlier we spoke about a retrospective that we do when we end a project. And that's usually the purpose of a retrospective is to have a look at what is the work that we've completed. Let's identify what are the what are the patterns of working together as a team. It might be good or bad. And then let's then be very mindful of what we need to tweak going forward. Um, and this is exactly what I would encourage the people to do is that as they're sitting here today and um, we're talking about completing 2023, so I want them, first of all, to just have a look at what are those things that's taking up space in their mind? What is something that they can't stop ruminating or thinking about? And that's what we're going to do in this exercise. So you can either just take your phone and divide it into four columns, or I love it when we write down and take a piece of paper and just draw four columns on the piece of paper. And then in the first column, what you want to highlight, first of all, is any interaction, any event or any situation that you feel is incomplete. There might be something that you're worried about. There's something that you feel that there's a piece of the puzzle that's missing. And in that scenario or the first column, just dot down all these interactions and incidents. Don't think about it too much, just dot them down. And if there's one or two, that's great. And if there's 10, also perfect. There's no right or wrong here. But I think it's the, first of all, we call it a mind dump, just to dump everything that is taking time in your head, that's taking away from being present with your loved ones. And once you have identified those interactions, then in the second column, now you start to be very intentional. And the first question you answer, and you dot that down in column number two, is ask yourself, what can I acknowledge about this scenario? So I'm going to give a few examples. Let's say you can acknowledge um, uh, that I was disappointed in the response that I received from my manager because we had a crucial conversation about my next promotion and increase, and I was disappointed in their response. Or it might be that you want to acknowledge that you realize you have overreacted about an incident at the kid's school. Or it might be that you were excited about the announcements of the team expansion, but you're also worried about what does it mean for your own role. So here we don't want to go into too much detail, but whatever you can acknowledge, you dot that down in the second column. And once you've done that, the third column is so important because now when you look at that scenario or incident or moment, you say, and you ask yourself, but what do I need to decide or what can I decide about this incident or interaction? And I think the important there might be where you say, I can perhaps decide to forgive my partner for the words that he used in the argument. Or it might be that I can decide to have a follow-up conversation with my manager, if you think of that crucial conversation you had. 
or even I need to schedule a meeting with a teacher and the other parent beginning of the year when we think of the incident at school. Or whatever it might be, it might even be that you say, I just choose to have more empathy and put myself in the other person's shoes and understand it from their point of view. So column three is all about what decisions can you currently make about that scenario? And I think then looking at the last column, that is where you would answer the question, what is it that I need to let go of? Or what can I let go of? And that might, for example, be I can let go of my guilt um, when I look at how I acted at school. Or I can let go of my need to be in control of every situation or whatever might be relevant for you. But that's in the four questions or the four columns. The first one, identify the incident. Second column, looking at what can I acknowledge about the scenario or interaction then you ask yourself, but what decisions can I make? And lastly, what can I let go of? And then you complete this um, exercise and this reflection until you feel that there's a sense of calm in your body. And it might even be that people say, but I'm not ready now to have the conversation and perhaps just make a commitment to say, but I do commit to discuss this in the new year. But for now, it's not going to take up more space in my mind. And that's how you can be very intentional with closing your year. Just amazing. And I'm sure that once you've worked on this, it's then you're not going to be, as you say, ruminating all the time. It's there. You've you've contained it in these four columns, these four questions. And you thank you. I, I really wish we had more time. I, I'm sure that there are so many people who are listening. You've given them these wonderful gems that they can use. And as I said, you can come back to the show and listen. But thank you very much for joining us and for yeah, giving us so much to work with um, over the holiday season and getting ready for 2024. We do appreciate it, Anya. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Nikki. Have a lovely festive season, everyone. Thanks, and you too. Bye-bye. Anya van Beek, talent strategist, leadership and HR expert and executive coach. I hope you got so much out of the show. I got so much. Um, I really enjoyed it. From me, Nikki Seberini, until next week, you take care. Goodbye.